This morning on the third hour of today, Cedric the Entertainer joining us live in Studio 1A to fill us in on his new project that's unlike anything he's ever done before. Plus, star Peloton instructor Cody Rigsby stops by to share his personal new book and give us his hot takes on everything from pumpkin spice to pineapples on pizza. Speaking of, you're going to love today's food. We're making a pasta dish called Honeymoon Ravioli. We're going to show you just how easy it is today, Tuesday, September 12, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good morning. Welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Craig. This is Chanel. This is Dylan. Uh, Al is on assignment this morning. And it has been, it's always fun around here, (laughs) but it's been especially fun this morning. It has. Third graders from the Kipstar Harlem Elementary School. Hi, guys. Yay. Can I tell you something? We've got our awesome third graders. We've got their teachers. These kiddos met the moment today, didn't they? they did. Every time they got the microphone, it just warms my heart. I remember there was a TV day. I think I was in fifth grade, and I thought, I want to be a TV reporter. It was around this age. So I think we're looking at some producers. We've got some reporters in there. I see news management. Yeah, I was just about to say executives. Did you guys like it? Give us a thumbs up if this is the best field trip ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you know what? Kudos to the parents and the teachers. And there were a lot of tears today. Well-deserved tears for all of you guys. Say hi to your parents, too. They're watching, too. Hey, Jason, pin to the left so we can see the teachers. Yes. Teachers, administrators. Thank you. There you go. Thanks for coming in, guys. I love that. There are also barbers and hairstylists. Everybody's got their fresh dues this morning. So I told, it I, takes a village. I told our EP Maz, I was like, I think we're going to have to start doing this every year. It's pretty. That's a pretty so. cool Field trip to the Today Show. Field, so. Today field trip. So thank you. Are you guys ready to go back to class now? No! <laughs> I already asked them that. They said Why did I ask that question? Uh, <laughs> right. Love it. Love so, it. Love it. It's been a special morning here in the studio. But let's... For a moment, let's talk about last night. Yes. Uh, this is, by the way, this is the first time we're going to have to do a, a segment with, like, literally 25 third graders. Oh, they're taking that. <laughs> okay. That's probably smart. Okay. Well, there's a good chance a lot of you may have stayed up late to watch the game. Or maybe you just, you're dragging this morning because you didn't get a lot of sleep. Well, listen to this. There's some new sleep research. This is from Brigham and Women's Hospital that looks like the, ha- it looks at the habits of night owls versus Early birds. So here to walk us through everything we need to know is sleep expert from RWJ Barnabas, Dr. Carol Ash. Good morning to you. Good morning. So we were all talking about this. Some of us have spouses who just kind of, we call them night owls. They stay up late and then others are regimented. They go to bed. I always thought it was just a behavior. I didn't realize there is a genetic factor to maybe people are just predisposed to being night owls. Yeah, it's actually genetic. So what we know is the chronotype is your tendency for bedtime and wakefulness. So we talk about the circadian rhythm. That's the day-to-day cycle of sleep and wake and the release of hormones and neurochemicals that control that cycle. And your chronotype is your response to that release. So it's either delayed with a delayed bedtime or early um, with an earlier bedtime. So delayed the owl and earlier the lark. Hmm. So if, if there's the night owl and the early bird, How do those impact your lifestyle? I mean, your day-to-day. Well, day-to-day, we've known for some time that if you're a night owl, you have health 
risks. So you could have an irregular sleep schedule that could lead to depression. Look you at have, these. Yeah, insulin resistance. You're less likely to have healthy behaviors. Um, you're less likely to exercise and your diet will be unhealthy. Mm. And when you're talking about lifestyle, the, the night owl tends to have more energy at night and they're b- bigger risk takers and even tend to be single. So mm. there are personality and performance associated with being a night owl. <laughs> Dr. Ash, and so going back to what you just said about the risk of, of diabetes and other medical concerns, if you are night owl, night owl, how do you reduce the risk? Well, see, you have to understand to your type. <laughs> well. So, you, you know, and how do you know what your type is? Well, yeah. you know, think about it. Where do you have more energy later in the day or in the morning? Mm-hmm. What is your bedtime? Mm-hmm. And then what you can do is adjust your lifestyle to match that preference. So, you know, exercise earlier in the morning if you're a lark, if you're a, a, a night owl later in the day. Mm-hmm. And be mindful of the fact that maybe your job doesn't align with your work. Because what they found in that study was the night owl RNs that worked during the day shift had a 90%, 19% increased risk of diabetes. Really? And when you added in unhealthy behaviors, it increased to 72%. Mm. So focusing on healthy behaviors, diet, exercise, really matters. And this was a pretty large study. I mean, I think they looked at uh, data from more than 60,000 female nurses, and the yes. nurses were on different schedules. So it's not like they're trying to yeah. not have a healthy lifestyle. It's just it's the, the shift. And um, really quickly, there was another study that found a healthier lifestyle can help prevent depression. Yes. Well, like I just said, the night owls have an irregular sleep schedule that can lead to depression. And that study showed for all of us that diet, exercise, avoiding tobacco mm. and um, alcohol and not too sedentary lifestyle can really improve your your mood and reduce the risk of depression. So healthy lifestyle. (laughs) Good sleep. Thank you, Dr. All the things we know, we just now have more studies to prove. Now we have to do it. Dr. Ash, thank (laughs) Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Just ahead, important skills in today's checklist. First aid 101 and the emergency items that we should all have in our homes right now. And then a little bit later in Dad's Got This, a man inspired by his own father to start a really beautiful family by bringing three young brothers into his home. Third hour of today, right back after this. today's checklist, an important lesson that could come in handy at any moment. First Aid 101. So here to walk us through some basics, board certified internist, Dr. Kavita Agarwal. Good morning. Good morning. So nice to have you Good here. Good to have you here. You know, it's that time of year. Kids are back in school, right? Yes. So what happens? Injuries, mishaps, and whatnot. So I want to help us be prepared for those circumstances. So first and foremost, you want to have, have the supplies. medicine cabinet. And yes. It has what to be do we well need stacked. in there? So assorted bandages. You've got your um, gauze pads. You've got your alcohol pads, your hydrocortisone cream, antibiotic cream, tweezers, and scissors. A must for sure. Okay. And gloves. Just and in gloves. Case yes. It's a little messy. Non-latex. Okay. Yeah. So so um, one of the most common scenarios, a wound of some kind. Yes, so your how child slips it? and falls, gets a cut or wound. Mm-hmm. So wound care 101, what you want to do first is wash your hands, soap and water. If that's not available, hand sanitizer is totally okay. okay. And then the first thing you're actually going to do is address the bleeding. Take one of those gauze pads, apply firm, direct pressure to the wound itself. Mm-hmm. Once the bleeding is stopped, rinse with cool water. Then you're going to take those tweezers, wipe it down with an alcohol pad, and remove any debris like mm-hmm. gravel or sand, dirt. And then you can apply your antibiotics antibiotic ointment and put a bandage on. This all sounds good. Yes. I have a house with kids under three or under three kids under six. Um, 
they don't let you do this all the time. So oh, when know. do you know you can take care of it yourself or you need to go to the yeah, emergency Yeah, so these room? are kind of good tips to keep in mind that you want to get checked out by a doctor. So if it gets infected, if there's pus, you're developing a fever, if it's caused by a bite, definitely go check it with a doctor. Okay. If it's caused by a metal or rusty object, you need a tetanus shot, mm-hmm. see your doctor. If it's long, jagged, and deep, and it needs stitches, see your doctor. Okay. Yeah, all right, good advice. Okay. Dr. Kavita, yeah. full disclosure, when I was a kid, uh-huh. I used to get, and I still do from time to time, Nosebleeds. I would get nosebleeds. My son also gets nosebleeds. And I want to tell our parents is that, you know, just relax, stay calm. Most of the time they're self-resolved. They go away on their own. If they don't, after two minutes, then Mm -hmm. this is what you want to do. You want to have your child lean forward so that the blood drips forward. Lean forward. I'm glad you said that because I think a common misconception is that you hold your head back. Oh, you want to go forward because you don't want that blood going down your throat. And then you want to do firm pressure on the nostrils, a soft part for a solid 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes, indeed. 10 minutes. That should stop it. Do you stuff it? Um, no, you don't have to stuff it. Just do constant pressure, and you do have to do constant pressure to the soft part of the nose, for sure. All right, let's, let's, yes. I think we're going to move okay. over here. Sounds good. And now we're going to talk about burns here. Yes. Uh, three, three different types of burns, first, second, third. Yes. The, the type of burn, does that dictate how it should be treated? Yes, indeed. So I think for first aid at home, you want to concentrate on your first degree burns. And what you want to do is rinse the area with cool water, and then apply the antibiotic cream, put a loose gauze around it. And then for all of the kinds of burns, you do want to check with your doctor. So that could be second and third degree burns where there's blister formation, it's involving your palms, your soles, your face, or if there's significant pain. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My turn. Okay. Come on, dress twin. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is a good one. This is a, a nightmare. Your kid loses yes. a tooth and you're like, let me make sure it's a baby tooth. Yes. And then it's not. Yeah. So what happens if all of a sudden something happens in right. sports or whatever right. Right. Exactly. and they lose an adult tooth? Right, right. And I do want to make a good point that if it is the primary tooth, the baby tooth, you don't have to worry about replacing that because the Permanent tooth come down. down. Exactly. Okay. But if it's a permanent tooth, you want to handle it by the white enamel part, not the soft root part. You're going to rinse with water or milk. Okay. And then you're going to put it in a container so that it stays preserved. So that's either milk, saline solution, Mm. coconut water, um, or even egg white. Coconut water? Yes, because this is electrolyte, so it doesn't dry out. Ah. Yes. Okay. So after you've managed the tooth, then you're going to go back and manage the gum. So you're going to rinse the child's gum area out and then take one of those gauze pads and apply direct pressure to stop the bleeding. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. And for teeth, you definitely want to seek out medical and dental care after the And injury. can they get it back in? You can cross they, your fingers. Yeah, we hope so. We hope so. We hope sure. so. All right, last yes. but not least, this mm-hmm. is also a nightmare. Your kid starts choking. You know you're supposed to learn how to do the Heimlich and all the stuff, but you didn't, so you're just like, <gasps> and you don't know what to do. Yeah, and I think, you know, in addition to these basic first aid tips, it's a good idea to have training on these advanced um, techniques, whether it be CPR, whether it be the um, learning how to use an automatic external defibrillator mm-hmm. if you, you know, have somebody who's unresponsive in front of you, or if they're choking, having those, uh, knowing the skills for the abdominal thrust maneuver, I think is important. You can check with your local agency, sign up for a class, get trained, and save a life. It's one of those things where you have to pick a random Saturday or a day that you can do it and just learn how to do it. It's so important. Dylan and I have talked about that. You know when someone chokes and you're like, (laughs) I know. I've done it for, like, before I had a baby. But I need to do it again for kids, for toddlers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Heimlich's actually pretty easy to learn too. Yeah, so. right. Dr. Kibita, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you Dr. Kibita, the pride of Wichita, Dr. Kibita. That's right, exactly. Up next, who knew? Okay. Who knew? Our serious dad's got this. I know. Uh, a man <laughs> whose own father inspired him to do something pretty amazing, something amazing that changed the lives of three young brothers. Then later. Cedric the Entertainer is going to stop by and tell us how he is entertaining folks in a whole new way. Third hour of today, back in just 60 seconds. Love it. This morning in our series, Dad's Got This, an inspiring story 
really of love and family. I recently met a man who made a life-changing decision, not just for himself. He is now a single dad of three young brothers, and his journey is guided by the memory of his own father. This isn't just a dad and his right. three boys passing the pigskin. There's so go, 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 much go, go, more to this go, 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 story. <laughs> I discovered um, a path where you can foster to adopt. What better way than to, to change the trajectory of someone's life by bringing them into your home and just trying to show them that somebody cares for them. Yeah. Right. At age 45, Jason Smith took a leap into the unknown by fostering three brothers, Tavon, Irion, and Tavion, ages 9, 10, and 11. His home would be their sixth foster placement in the last five years. You didn't decide to just foster one child. No, no. <laughs> no, you decided, you know what? I think I could do three. <laughs> was, was that the plan from the beginning? Craig, that was not the plan from the beginning. So when you swing, your hand will go right over this, right? Right in between there. Jason took a nine-week training program with the Department of Family Services in his home state of Nevada. They prepare you almost for the worst, right? To help you understand this is a different type of kid. Yep. And here's what they may come with. And here's how you deal with that. You have a lot of choice and decision in that process. Yeah. And so do you want a boy? Do you want a girl? Do you want a kid with special needs? Do you, you know, so I was looking for a son, right? That I can potentially be a great match for. And in the process of looking at children, their profiles, I saw this sibling group. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that's some handsome kids. And I read their stories, cool. And I clicked on them. And it seemed like fate and destiny wanted us to be connected. During this time, Jason was freshly grieving the death of his own father, Tucker. I lost him in June 30th, 2021. I dealt with it, I flew home, did the arrangements, and um, I think I'm still dealing with that a little bit. Each day is better, yeah. but I feel pretty strongly that uh, his spirit is with me and guiding me and making things happen. It would seem to me that out of that tragedy, you decided to turn it into something good. Is, is that how you would describe your journey to fatherhood? It inspired me to take action. Um, I'd always toyed with the idea of having kids, right? And in the moment where he passed, I was like, damn, yeah, I never gave him grandkids. After a six month foster, Jason jumped at the opportunity to adopt the brothers. They call him Papa Jay. Three, two, one, family! Before we were living with Papa Jay, we, we always used to like hop from foster home to foster home. He's actually funny, nice, super nice actually. And like, he's just like the, like the big dad that I never actually had before. And most importantly, he loves us and we love him. What's your hope for your family going forward? I just want to see them grow up to be smart, intelligent, great black men to, to make a difference, to take their experience and use that mm. to do some amazing things. What do you think Tucker would, would say about all of this? He's so proud. <laughs> He'd be so elated. No one in the street could tell him that those are not his grandkids <laughs> by blood. He is proud of you, so. I think so. I don't think a lot of folks are, so myself included. Thank you. Oh my goodness, gonna have us crying this morning. Well, you know, his, his decision, Jason's decision, it's especially impactful because you know, black children are overrepresented 
um, in the foster care system relative to the to the general population. So as you can imagine, it is it is not um, easy to do it, not cheap to do it. You know, you know too. You rear three children. Uh, just the groceries alone, and their camps, their sports, there's everything else. And he's a single dad, so he's started a GoFundMe campaign uh, to help as well. So there's information out there that wow. you can find if you want to help out that. So family. they had six foster homes mm. before that one. That, that was their sixth in five years. Six in five years. Those kids now, and you see the joy in their eyes. I mean, they found love, mm-hmm. and, and they get to be together. They get to yes. be together. Wow, yes. that was good. Which, as you know, is not always the case in the foster yeah, care yeah, system. Yeah, so, great. Uh, for more inspiring stories like that one, check out our, our streaming series, The Boost, on today.com slash all day. And it's also, of course, on your smart TV as well. That was good. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. And thank you, Jason, as well. Uh, coming up, Cedric the Entertainer. He's going to be here to fill us in on his exciting new project, his passion for barbecue, and a whole lot more as well. First, though, look who's here, y'all. Peloton star Cody Rigsby live sharing a side of himself that a lot of people might not know about. We're going to get his his take on some hot to- hot topics like pumpkin spice. We say pumpkin spice because Roku's not here. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Third hour of today right back after this. <laughs> Our next guest has really made a name for himself over the past few years. Cody Rigsby. He's a Peloton instructor who motivates his fans to really get moving with, shall we say, high-energy classes. Ah, yes. He's also Mm -hmm. developed quite the following on social media and was a finalist on season 30 of Dancing with the Stars. Well, now Cody is adding author to his list of titles with his new book, XOXO Cody. It's out today, and he is here to tell us all about it. Cody, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing? We're doing doing great. Good, good, good. good. Just you being in studio just, like, just gives us that energy (laughs) we need to go through the day. And that's what you're, I mean, you're joyful. You're upbeat. Mm -hmm. But this book, you really tackle some of the harder moments. Yeah. What are you talking about in this book, and how did it feel to just put it out there? Yeah, I think, you know, what I balance well is this duality of vulnerable and fun, and we really dove into the vulnerable parts of it. Mm -hmm. And in the book, we talk about me growing up in the South, being gay, figuring that out, also mm-hmm. dealing with a single parent who was dealing with addiction, growing up really poor, but ultimately like really finding myself in my career here at Peloton and hopefully inspiring people that like if you come from humble beginnings, you can really find yourself and make yeah. something out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. You're one of the most popular instructors on Peloton and for a reason. I mean, you really do have this this sort of, uh, shall we say, contagious energy. Thank you. Uh, but you also pride yourself on self-love. Yes. And you write about that and you talk about that. Mm-hmm. Folks who might be watching or listening, how can they really embrace self-love? Yeah, I think that's a great question because everyone wants to love themselves, but they don't know how. And mm-hmm. it really is about creating a relationship with yourself and like diving into the feelings of discomfort. So like that might be through meditation and sitting through the hard thoughts or what I always advocate for is therapy. I know it's a it's a privilege to be able to go to therapy, but if you can talk about what's going on up here, it doesn't own you. It doesn't give you shame. It doesn't give you guilt. And you can let that go. Mm. And when you can accept the things that you don't like about yourself mm. and love it, yes. that's where you can really start yeah. loving yourself. I agree on that one. So we heard you were personally <laughs> asked to audition for one of the biggest movies of the year, yes. Barbie. Yes. How did that happen? You know, I, I I don't know. Greta is a fan of Peloton, oh. and a lot of people were saying like, "You make a great Ken." I and can see a that. Ken, a Ken, not the Ken, okay? Because there were multiple Kens, yeah. and so you know, I I busted out my acting chops. I did a little Zoom interview. I did two of them, uh-huh. some auditions. Uh, 
If you haven't seen the movie, I'm not in it. <laughs> but we did our best. Like, we did our best. You put okay. yourself out there. Yeah, hopefully there's a sequel. They might call me back, you know? They might need a fitness Ken and Barbie. Me and Allie can do it. I'll be the fitness Ken and Allie can be the Barbie, okay? You actually dedicate the book to someone who's had a huge impact on your life. Yes. Britney Spears. The one and only. Really? How, was yes. that always something you wanted to do when you wrote a book? I mean, what, how did she impact you? No. Well, first of all, we were trying to figure out the dedication. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go the, the normal corny route. Yeah, I write yeah. about my mom a ton in the book. Yeah. I t- write about how much I love her. But Britney has had such an impact on me. I've loved her since I was a kid. I used to teach the girls in fifth grade the Oops, I Did It Again <laughs> dance. Um, I love her music. I love her bops. I love just what she's done for pop culture. And I have so many fond memories of her. Oh, she, and she appreciates the love right of course of course um and in a hard times when i was like growing up being broke didn't have anything like i had her music and it made me super happy so the dedication is to britney that's really i hope she she does she's She's got a book coming out too uh, we have a little bit of time we want you to answer some some questions hot topics around here okay i love hot takes so you just give it to us as fast as you can ready thoughts on wearing flip-flops on city streets disgusting dirty you don't love yourself okay (laughs) wear some shoes wear some shoes baby especially in new york city especially in new york city in any metropolitan city (laughs) clean your feet baby no the rats around this city have you seen the rats oh yeah the two of us who live in the city are like i'm like i gotta walk the dog i'm popping those flip-flops on good next one pumpkin spice yes or no yes but like at the right time it's i know it's september but like we're still out on the beaches in our speedos like Give it a minute. I are agree. you on the beach in your speedo? I'm not. But I, are you sure? I, I'm not. I swear I'm not. I think you got a collection of speedo. I do that. I do that. What's the next topic? What's the next topic? Toilet paper over or under? Over. No, that's not. Yes. Wait, over. Like this over. way, right? It's yeah. Yes, yes this over. way. That's complicated. Yeah, you gotta, it's complicated. You gotta find it. Next to the, if you're next 100%. to the toilet. No, you don't want to be doing that. No. You gotta be pulling. Over. No, you yeah. want it. Un- I think you mean no. under. No. You want to no. pull it. Over. No, no you, you want to see what's coming at you. Under is serial killer mentality. Pineapple on pizza. Pineapple on pizza. Okay, I say yes. What? I love it. But the true culprit to me is bell pepper. I don't like when I eat bell pepper on pizza because then I'm always burping it up and tasting. It. So I say that's the it true culprit. Okay, that should be disgusting. polarizing. I know, I know. You say that's disgusting. You're walking around Harlem in flip flops. I mean, oh, how do you know? I didn't Shots say. Fired. I was just defending those who. Wait, <laughs> do you bite or lick ice cream? <laughs> okay, but like, do people actually bite ice cream with their teeth? Craig though? Melvin, Craig the one who wears speedos like with my bite. feet. By the way, I don't bite the entire yes, cone. Yes, you do. Bite you. Thank you, Cody. Look at, wait, You're welcome look at anytime. Wait, look at this video. Okay, you know what? This is doing a commercial break. Licky, Licky the video wasn't long. supposed to be public. <laughs> <laughs> and if you notice, I'm doing, I'm doing a combination there. I'm licking and biting. Wow, you were going ham on the popsicle. You know what, Cody? Thank you. XOXO Cody. Yes. Out there. I see what you did. You set me up for the no, I actually day. did not know you that was coming. I swear. My oh, memory's I my memory's alone. I did. She knew it was coming. Long. I knew it was coming. All right. Thank you, Cody. I wasn't in the meeting of that part. Up next, comedy royalty is in the house. Cedric the Inter- Entertainer. Entertainer. I can't think. Did you see how Craig was eating that lollipop? Stop it, Sam. Stop it, Sam. I can't even deal. Stop it. Anyway, Cedric has a new book. It's inspired by his grandfather. We're going to talk all about it. And then in today's food, get ready, Craig. We're going to have some pasta for you. Eat it with a fork. You are going to love. We're making something called honeymoon ravioli. You want to try it? We're going to show you how to do it from scratch when we come right back. Oh, stop (laughs) it. Stop it. Stop.
Oh, this morning we have a true king in the house. Cedric the Entertainer has been making us laugh for decades now. He's one of the original kings of comedy alongside Steve Harvey, D.L. Hughley, and Bernie Mac. Well, he's gone on to star in hits like Barbershop, Johnson Family Vacation, and The Neighborhood, just to name a few. And now, Cedric is out with his first novel. It's called Flipping Boxcars, and he's here to tell us all about it. Good morning to you. What's up? Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? So I saw saw the book on my desk, and I was like, oh, Cedric the Entertainer. It's going to be funny. It's going to be a comedy. And then I read it. It said a solid crime novel with a core of sweetness and nostalgia underneath. It's a fictional book, but you can tell it has a personal connection. Yeah, you know, I wanted, this book is about uh, loosely based on my grandfather. These are the stories we get in the family where somebody tells you, like, this tale, mm-hmm. and then you start to just visualize it even that. more so. So we, we had, I had two images of him growing up, one in his military suit and another in a suit standing in front of a car, and I started to visualize who this man was. Mm. He, he had passed before I died, so... But he was a, you know, a, a businessman, a bootlegger, a yeah. gambler. Yeah. And so I tell this great tale about a very fictional tale, fun, uh, very Walter Mosley-ish, you know. I, I was just going to ask yeah. you, it sounds like it's sort of based on. Yeah, on, on, on like the, I love that. Energy. I love that space, you know, the devil in the blue dress and, mm. you know, the. You know, uh, uh, th- those characters. Yeah. And so uh, it just really reminded me of, like, the stories I would hear about my yeah. grandfather. And that's what, you know, inspired the, uh, the whole that. idea. What a great thing to do with those family stories you gather, you know, from all the different conversations. Did you find you had anything in common? with? Yeah, you? so many things. I mean, you know, my dress style, you know, the, my, my grandfather was known to be very dapper. He was also very entrepreneurial, mm. uh, a kind of the, the kind of person that believed that he can do any, any and everything. But, you know, was, uh, you know, was, you know, getting relegated to the society mm-hmm. of the 1940s in America. Right. So he, he had he had the underworld and that's yeah. what, he, you know, he brought to life. But he was a good dude and funny and unique. I can relate to a lot of that. Yeah. I want to ask you about something because the world has known you as, as Cedric the Entertainer, by and large, in terms of your stage name, you yeah. know your real name. What's this I heard recently about Cheerio? Huh? Cheerio. No, no, no. We've got it from at least two sources that, that Cheerio. You're trying. You're trying. Cheerio. You know, Can you confirm right. or deny? Yeah, yeah I, I went by Cheerio for a very short period really? of time. As a comedian? As a comedian. What's the backstory? Yeah, well, you know, it was a comedian named Kodak, and I thought he had the coolest name in the world. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's Kodak. He's a brand. He's yeah. a whole. And I, my name is Cedric. He starts with a C. Cheer is funny. <laughs> Cheerio. How about I mean, it? cheerio. I, had to, I, had to, yeah, I didn't say it with the accent. Cheerio. Maybe if I did it with the accent, it would be something. If you, it, ladies and gentlemen, cheerio. Cheerio. I, I think people would have yeah. loved it then. But. We're glad you found such the entertainer. You know, know it, you it, sure it, did. It really is. I think this will work. Cheerio. Um, well, I did a barbecue line. You have a barbecue line with Anthony Anderson? Yeah, so AC Barbecue. Anthony and I started this uh, this summer. We were in Walmart. Uh, but uh, okay. we, we have a love for grilling and, and wanted to do a national brand where we represented that that idea that community comes together when you yes. throw the grill on and everybody celebrates and parties and that's what the brand is all about so ac barbecue you can go to walmart nice. you can go to acbarbecue.com awesome. and check us next out. time can you bring us some i heard you have like some rubs yeah we got the rubs yeah you know mm. like so you rub it in yeah okay, before, <laughs> before we let you get out here we're doing ask because we are just a few feet away from from the protesters mm-hmm. who've been out yeah. in the studio for a number of months now actors are on strike yeah. writers are on strike you are you've done both, both uh, yeah. you've, mm-hmm. you've written you've acted what what's your take on it and do you think there's an end in sight You know, I mean, people really, you know, got their feet in the sand right now and drawing the lines in the sand. But I think it's important. 
uh, that we get back to it. Entertainment is one of our biggest exports, like, I mean, movies, TV shows. And we got to, you know, know that it takes uh, a whole creative village to get that done, not just the the money side and not just the distributors. We got to understand that creators need to be a part of that process and need to be respected as such. So uh, and, and, and that's where we got to kind of come to. It's got to happen soon because yeah. uh, my wife don't understand strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's a strike, man. Yeah. Like, I know. I met the Hermes. <laughs> I got a hankering feeling. I'm going to strike this bag. It said so okay. Thank you so much. There are some other jobs you could do. I heard you were a paper boy back in the day. Oh, yeah. A claims adjuster, substitute teacher. I yeah, mean, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, before I'm Cheerio, that is. Before Cheerio. Cheerio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I did. I threw the Wall Street Journal. You know, I used to be a, you know, a DJ for a minute. You know, look at you Before now. they got, you know, DJs got super famous. I, didn't know that. <laughs> I wasn't one of those DJs. I love that. Well, you can be a news anchor. Oh, yeah. that That's what I really wanted to really? do. Really? Oh. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to thank you, and then I can tell you that his Flipping Boxcars book is out today, and now you can do thank this. Thank you, sir. You ready? Yeah, you want to take okay. us? Taking us to the commercial Where, break. Where? Here? Okay. Right here. Okay. Just read right there. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, right now. Too. Yeah. Right here. Uh, All right, back up, back up. Okay, there we go. We're ready. All right, then. Hey, we're feeling the love into... into oh, God, that <laughs> was horrible. You're not cut out. Okay, wait. No, no, no. You got One, two, three, go. All right. We're feeling the love in today food. How to make a dish called honeymoon ravioli from scratch. We'll be right back. <laughs> Right there, right there. Not so easy, is it, Cheerio? You know, you know the it was cold. Cheerio would have did great. <laughs> this morning in Today Food, we are trying our hand at making pasta from scratch. And here to show us how, Chef Meryl Feinstein. She is the founder of the online community Pasta Social Club. If you haven't checked it out on Instagram, it's worth a check out. But she is also the author of a brand new cookbook. It's called Pasta Every Day. Make it, shape it, sauce it, eat it. <laughs> I love the it. The book make is it, out it, today. <laughs> so we're going to make some ravioli from scratch. We are going to make ravioli from scratch. I have heard that you did not have the best experience, but we're going to change that today. Yes, it was intimidating. <laughs> Didn't go well. I promise that anyone can make fresh pasta at home. It is not as hard as it seems, not as intimidating. So okay. we're going to start with the dough. Um, I like to start my dough in a mixing bowl because that way you don't have to worry about your eggs running out all over your mm-hmm. countertop. We've got two types of Italian pasta flour in here, but you can use all-purpose flour if that's what you have at home. Okay. We're going to make a hole in the center. Hole in the center. Hole. Did you do this when you made pasta? Nope. That may have been part of the problem. <laughs> this is what we call the well. The so we're just, okay. it doesn't have to be perfect. Everything with pasta dough is forgiving, which okay. is amazing. And now we're just going to pour our eggs right into the center. All five of the eggs go in. All the eggs. Okay. okay. How perfect you are. Well, she, I mean, it's kind of time. <laughs> okay. she has a pasta social client. <laughs> yeah, <this is> my <laughs> <job>. <laughs> All right, so we're going to just take a fork and we're going to slowly start to incorporate some flour into the eggs. And just like until it gets the consistency of like a cake batter. Okay. We're not mixing it all together at once. Okay. Look at that patience. Oh, pa- yeah. You know? It's therapeutic. No, it's I meditative. find it therapeutic to make dough. So once you've done that, you're going to fold the rest of the flour in with your hands. You're going to knead it for a bit. And roughly, how long are we yeah. talking here? For the dough, maybe like 20 minutes okay. to knead it. Oh, from start to finish. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, so I like to knead it for about five minutes. Okay. Let it rest, grab a coffee, come back, knead it again. Okay. So I'll just show you. Pasta dough should feel like really dense Play-Doh. It's oh. kind of a workout. Okay. Um, and the great thing about it is you can't overwork it. Mm-hmm. You can just keep you going. You can't overwork it? I thought with dress can go into overwork. the dough. No, you Maybe can't. for pasta. No? Okay. Not, it's not like pastry. It's really forgiving. So okay. 
after you've kneaded it again, you're going to let it rest at room temperature covered for about 30 minutes. And then while you do that, you can make your filling. What's in this filling? This is just uh, fresh mozzarella, Parmigiano-Reggiano, some fresh herbs, actually Monterey Jack cheese, which like, gets really melty and gooey and delicious. Nice. And then an egg just to bind it all together. Okay. And now we're going to do the fun part. And I love some attachment. I would love me. to. You want to do it? Can I? I love doing this. Okay, perfect. So for filled pastas, you want to go thin. Okay. You want really nice, delicate, tender filled pasta. So we're going to go on our thinnest setting here and on a low speed. What are What's thinner, so high numbers or low numbers? High numbers on this machine. Okay. So you want to just like, you want to catch it? You want to What catch, is it doing? It's rolling it thinner. And you want to be able to see your hand through it more or less when, you know, you catch it on the other side. That's a good indication that it's good. the right I'll thickness. Okay. Yummy. That is good pasta. And what's Perfect. the, what's the flour situation? How do we make sure this doesn't stick together? So my recipes run a little bit dry, so you don't usually have that problem, but you can totally flour it if you feel like it's getting a little bit okay. sticky. So and that's it. Okay. Yummy. That's it. So okay, wait, we only have thin. like two minutes you left. You can see your hands. Okay. So now we're going to just cut sure. this in half. You've already got one set up. So okay. maybe we can just do this one together. Um, and so basically ravioli is just like a pasta filling sandwich, mm -hmm. top, bottom. Mm -hmm. okay. We're going to use a little cookie cutter. We're going to just mark where mm -hmm. we want to put our filling okay. super lightly. We're going to grab our filling. We're just going to oh, pipe helps. a little dollop, not getting too close dollop to the edge. Do dollop will do it. You don't want to overdo feel, it. Yeah, be a little conservative okay. with it. Well, this is amazing. I'm so glad you like it. Oh and then gosh. we're going to just right around the edge. add a little water. Oh. And then we're going to finish our sandwich. Oh, you put it on top. Put it on oh, top. Okay. And then you're just going to get some of that oh air gosh. out. One of my favorite tricks also is to use the blunt side of a cookie cutter and kind of oh, just like okay. roll it around. Mix your well, Then how do you cut it out? Use that same cookie cutter. Just cut Press. This. All right. Delicious. Twist. And there you have it. That's it. And Soon. then you just pop these into water, and they don't take long to cook. Two and a half to four minutes. Really? So it takes a long time to make, but a lot less time to cook. I will admit, you have made it approachable. Yes! You made, made it approachable. That's what so And it's like, I don't want to go back to the other way, because this is delicious. Oh, good. You, you can taste the freshness And you can it. eat more than four that you might get you oh, know, elsewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> many Dad, I told you she was going to do I great, right? That. Yeah. So, so this good. is delicious. Go. Welcome Thank to you. the day. Oh Thank you so much. Yes, please yeah, come like, back and make more pasta for I would love to. We can make cavatelli next time. Okay. Yeah. More approachable. Yeah, exactly. uh, for these recipes and more, you know what to do. It's today.com oh slash food. By the way, check out Meryl's cookbook. I left it down there, but the cookbook is called Pasta Every Day. So good. We'll be right back. Delicious. Roker's back tomorrow too, I hear. He is, yeah. Yeah. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Have a good day.